Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and as you know, we here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and you know we love 10-minute plays. And we'll bring you a brand new 10-minute play every two weeks during our 2020, excuse me, 2020 season here at Best of All Possible Podcast, which is made possible by by a number of very fine actors here in the Williamsburg, Virginia area to include a brand new reading friend partner here tonight. That's Rachel Island Hall. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Robert. Thanks for having me. I am super happy to have you here. Uh, reading partner, friend. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate you inviting me. So, uh, Rachel, you know, um, as you... Uh, probably know we uh, usually start the podcast by asking a question that is tangentially related to the play that we are about to read Ooh. so i have said tangentially related question for you are you ready i'm ready awesome rachel have you ever been in a moment where you felt like everything was about to change forever oh yes oh is there is it something that you can share with us <laughs> she's she, she's tapping her tapping her lips thinking well um i can i can think of a couple of them but um the one that i think is is probably the most shareable is uh right before i got married you know that's what i thought when i thought about this question that's the question i thought so so how like can you describe your feelings in that or they was it like conflicting feelings like you know cold feet or anything i don't want to get too personal no, with that but fine. Well, not at all. I had, um, I'm kind of an anxious sort of person, mm -hmm. and I had, in the days leading up to my wedding, been um, taking that to 11, possibly uh. 12 or 13. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I had been panicking a great deal, and the morning of the wedding dawned, and I was so calm that um, a stage manager friend of mine had spent the night over at my house, and when my matron of honor showed up at the house, uh, after about a minute or two in my presence, she looked over at my stage manager friend and said, Dion... What did you drug her with? <laughs> because I was just incredibly calm and incredibly, I'm getting married. Oh, good for you. Everything's wonderful. <laughs> oh, those are the wrong flowers? That's fine. <laughs> the photographer's not here? That's fine. We'll always have memories. <laughs> oh, yes. All, all of these things are going dreadfully wrong. Well, as long as nobody dies and I get to keep the groom. Hooray! Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Rachel, we're super excited to have you here tonight, and we are going to read this evening a play called Zero Hour. It's a radio scene by Jeff Dunn. And joining us here to read this evening is returning guest Liz Thomas. Hi, Liz. Hi. Liz, you are sharing a chair with I am. Emily over there. Hi. Hi. <laughs> You're, you made a mistake over here, Robert. I didn't yeah. make this happen. I Whoa. just said two people should Whoa. talk into that mic over uh, there. Yeah. I, hey, you knew. You Although knew. I guess I did cast you, didn't I? Yeah. Yep. So, 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 ladies, is 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 this uh, something that has happened to you? Have you ever been in a moment where you felt like everything was about to change forever? I, yeah. 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 I've been thinking about this a lot for work. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we've been yeah. talking about yeah. like that oh, yeah. moment, that generational moment where something changes yeah. for your generation, whether it's like the wall falling or Kennedy getting shot or September 11th. Like yeah. there's that huge shift in the world. Yeah. yeah. So is there something that you would identify for uh, for the millennial generation as uh, as the ultimate change? I think there's honestly, I think there's more than one. I would say, for me, uh, I would say September 11th, Obama getting elected, 
Trump getting elected. It's uh, there's there's a lot of little shifts. <laughs> there's a lot of little shifts I, yeah, and turns. I, would, yeah. and I think for me, it's September 11th. That, yeah. that morning, I stopped being a kid and I started being an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that you know I'm 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 millennial as well technically speaking. One uh, of us. I'm yeah. way on the up end of it. But uh, yeah, I was in 11th grade uh, on September yeah, 11th, and yeah. so it was you know it was certainly something that I was aware of. Yeah. Although I have to be honest with you, I didn't know what the twin towers were. I didn't either, uh, and I honestly, I, my 11th. my brain went like Cold War. I was like, is this you know reverting back to what my parents told me about or something wow. i don't know wow. but on the plus side also getting a puppy was a huge personal like change in my life too you know so, that does yeah, change your life doesn't it does <laughs> i was like i finally got a dog so that's nice on a personal note well liz and yes. emily we're glad to have you here and joining Yay. us also is sharon holland Yay. hi sharon <laughs> so are there any of these uh, moments that you uh, that you connect with anything that where you were in a moment it felt like that things were about to change forever sharon Honestly, no. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I wasn't thinking them quite as uh, globally as what Emily and um, and and Liz mentioned. Well, that was kind of. Well, I was. I would also say too. The first time I saw otters, then I really knew. Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah. Here we would go. you like to hear? Podcast would you like to hear? Hey, um, hey, you're welcome. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you uh, when you asked Rachel, and I'm thinking, okay, it's going to come around to me. I'm going to have to come up with an answer for this. Well, not really. No. Um, what came to mind is. Every time I get on a plane, I think something's going to happen. Yeah. I understand that. And <laughs> it, not that I'm going to get to my ultimate destination, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, but I, I don't think I've, I've ever been cognizant of the moment that I feel like that I can pinpoint this is when everything changed. Um, you know, globally, this is when the world changed. Sure. But, but if, it, if you're talking about a personal change, I don't, I don't think so. Well, I think it's I think it's uh, funny that you bring up the difference between a global change and a personal change because I think that the play is going to do a good job at kind of asking or putting forward what I think someone could interpret as one or the other of those changes happening here. So the play that we are reading tonight is Zero Hour by Jeff Dunn. Now, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, this is a cold read. These actors have not laid eyes upon the script here before, and the only reason they know who they're portraying is because I sent them a message earlier. But other than that, they know nothing about what's happening in the play. So I will, for those of you listening at home or in your car, assign the roles just now. So, Rachel, if you would be so kind as to play the role of Porter. Porter is described as an officer who has come to address his troops. He is a tough old warrior who is ready to be tough on his troops if that's what it takes to help them survive. And, uh, Sharon, if you would be so kind as to read Jenkins. Jenkins, a solid soldier but untried. He is a bit more inclined towards the intellectual than Porter would want a soldier to be. Liz, if you would be so kind as to read Mandalow. A nervous, slightly suspicious soldier, and one that ultimately cracks under pressure. And Emily, that's who you are. Emily, if you would be so kind as to read Macduff. Angela Macduff is a practical soldier, smart, but with a bit of little girl still left inside. So based off of the dramatis persona and their descriptions, you probably have noticed that this is written for two men and two women or something along those lines there. I intentionally cast based off of people who are available to come and read the play uh, here this week, uh, here this week. And uh, I think that uh, we will 
get a good idea or perhaps even a little twist on these characters by having uh, some ladies reading what were intended to be men's roles. And we'll just see what happens. I will read the stage directions for you. Uh, and so, gentlemen and ladies, without any further ado, Zero Hour by Jeff Dunn. The setting is a modern day, presum is, is modern day, presumably taking place inside some kind of barracks. We are listening in as an officer is addressing his troops on the eve of a critical battle. All right, everyone, listen up. I know you're scared. We're all scared. And you have every right to feel that way. Fact is, you should be scared. Should be terrified. What's happening here? Well, we've seen it before, some of us. And it ain't pretty. And anyone who tells you otherwise, well, just watch your back. Sir? Go ahead, Private. Well, some of us have been... Uh, name, Private. Jenkins, sir. Go on, Jenkins. Well, sir, uh, some of us have been talking and, well, uh, sir... You've I... got questions. Yes, sir. It's all right to have questions, Private. You should have questions. Every damn one of you should have questions. You want to know why this is happening. You want to know how this is going to all turn out. Uh, yes, sir. Mandalow here thinks there's some sort of secret military coup and... Mandalow, uh... step forward. Sir, yes, sir. Is what Private Jenkins said true? Do you think this is some kind of secret assault? Well, I don't know that... Speak up, Private. Sir, yes, sir. Well, you're right. That's exactly what it is. This is war, soldier, war. The enemy is clever. The enemy is fierce. And make no mistake, Private, they've been planning this for a very long time. But who are they, sir? Name? Uh, Macduff. Private Angela, M Angela Macduff. Airborne Division, sir. Airborne, is it? You think that makes you special? Well, do you? Sir, no, sir. Good, because it doesn't. Unless you can fly, Private. Can you fly? Well, can you? Uh, a little, sir. We can all fly a little, Private. Doesn't mean a damn thing. Sir, yes, sir. So you want to know who the enemy is? Yes, sir. I said, do you want to know who the enemy is? Sir, sir yes, yes sir. sir. Well, that's classified information. Need to know. Sir, if we are going to fight the enemy, I think we need to know... Stand down, soldier. No one's trying to ruffle your feathers. I'm going to tell you about the enemy. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about the enemy. Oh. Okay, then. Thank you? But there are some things that you need to understand first. Can you unhear me? Sir, sir yes, sir. As I told you, they've been planning this for a long time. A long, long time. Sir, how come this is the, the first that we are hearing of this? Secrecy is everything in war. This may be a surprise to you, but Command has known about this since the beginning. And you're just telling us now? The time for action has come. We couldn't risk telling you before now. If one of you had gone squawking your mouth off and the enemy learned that we knew what they were planning, well... Well? What? Well, what, sir? Well, what, what, Private? What? 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 So, what is the enemy planning, sir? Oh, uh, right. Now, this is going to be hard for some of you to hear. You like to think that we're living in a free world where our rights are valued, where our lives are valued, where we can count on protection from the people around us. But it's time for you to know the truth. The enemy, our enemy, is planning a sneak attack. And if they have their way, well... Well? What? Well, what, sir? Well, what, what, Pride? Uh, what will happen if they have their way? We'll all be dead by morning, that's what. There's muttering from the troops. They say things like... No, what on earth? But, sir, who are they? That's the worst of all, Mandelbrot. Mandelow. Right. 
Mandalow. That's the worst of all. The enemy. Our enemy are the very people we think are here to protect us. No, no. they're our friends. Yes. I know what you're thinking. No, it can't be. Not them. They're our friends. How did you know that's... I was what? listening just now, you idiot. Are you sure of this, sir? It's hard to believe that they would do something like this. You better start believing it, soldier, if you want to see another day. But, sir, why? Why now? Why us? Son, if I knew that, well... Well? Well, what? Don't you even, Jenkins, or all... Truth is, we don't know why they've chosen to target us. We don't know why they've chosen to attack tonight. But... But? I swear I'll end you myself, Jenkins. But we do know why they're doing it. And I'm gonna tell you. But you need to be prepared because... Because what I have to tell you, it ain't pretty. We can handle it, sir. We've been through a lot. We're up to the challenge, sir. Are you? Are you, soldier? Well, they are, sir. Maybe I should wait outside. You walk out that hatch right now and you won't make it ten steps, soldier. I promise you that. Then, I guess I'm ready, sir. The reason those pl people plan to kill us, secretly, in the middle of the night... Is yeah, I can't take it. It's too much. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't. I, I don't want to know. Just let me out. I can't stand being cooped up like this. It's too much. I need to get out. Soldier, get a grip on yourself. I can't take it. You have to let me out of here. We did not train you to behave this way, friend. I have to get out of here. What are you, a chicken? Now get back into rank. We hear a swinging door flap open and scurrying as Mandalo rushes outside. Get back here, soldier. Don't go out. We hear a struggle and Mandalo. Ah! No! No! It can't be! Why would you? He is cut off by the harsh thwack sound made by a cleaver striking against a block of wood. There's a moment of silence. Then... Poor bastard. I tried to warn him. I, I don't believe it. Terrible way to go. Why? Why are they doing this? The reason for all of this. Now this is going to be hard to believe. Just tell me, sir. I've got to know. They're gonna eat us. What? No! Yes. That's sick. I told you it would be tough to hear, soldier. Eat us? A lot like, actually eat us? That's right. And the worst part is... There's more? There's something worse? <laughs> I'm afraid so. The enemy. These people that we thought were our friends. This has been their plan all along. No. It can't be. I'm afraid it is. But they love us. They feed us. I know, soldier. I know. The little girl in the, in the pink dress. I know. She used to call me her wuggly snuggly. This can't be happening. I'm afraid it is. This is insanity. It's a crazy world out there, Jenkins. A crazy world. She used to bring me corn in little paper cups. I, I can't die this way. I can't. I've got a girlfriend. I'm not your girlfriend. I used to have a girlfriend. <laughs> Pull yourselves together, soldiers. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Yes, yes sir. I said, do you hear me? Sir, yes, sir. What are we going to do, soldiers? Die, Die sir. No, 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 no. <laughs> what are we going to do, soldiers? We're, We're going to fight, sir. That's right. And then what are we going to do? Die, Die sir. No. No, 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 no! We're gonna win! And what are we gonna win? Money? A cruise? Oh, I've always wanted to go on a cruise. Me too. Freedom! That's what we're gonna win! Really? Do you think maybe you'd want to go on a cruise with me? Our lives! That's what we're gonna win! <laughs> maybe. Are you asking me on oh, a date? Don't lose focus! Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, what do you say? 
I say... McDuff! Jenkins! It's the zero hour! What are we gonna... I say you've got yourself a girlfriend, mister. Don't go out that door! Private! Private! Don't go! We hear the sudden sounds of turkey squawking and then silenced by two thwacks of butcher's knives against the wood. Ah, crap. End scene. (laughs) Bravo! I do believe that did entertain the sound yes. that shall not be named. Bravo, Where the man. Turkeys? Never mind. Where's hey, the turkeys hey, like... come from? <laughs> so, the turkeys? Come Where on, the Sharon. Where the turkeys come from? <gasps> where are the turkeys? Oh my god! Yeah, it's kind of like chicken run gone wrong. Oh, okay, where are the turkeys? You like, hear me whoa. say it almost every week, Sharon. We have a love for the weird. This is brilliant, man. <laughs> Which is why I wonder brilliant. why you keep asking me back. <laughs> Dude, this is brilliant. She used to give me corn. Oh, oh yeah. I would have screamed differently if I'd known I was a turkey. <laughs> Why are we bringing turkeys on a cruise? Yeah. Why do turkeys want money? <laughs> well, you never know. They might see brochures in the mail. Or so we something. have uh, sort of or already begun, but it. we're going to oh, now sorry. continue in the part of the show here where we have a brief discussion about the play <laughs> that we just gosh. read. And I, I think, think we've we got lots to talk about check. here. And so I'm going to ask the same question. I always start with you all. Rachel, we'll start with you as you're in the very special hot seat. Yeah. Uh, what are your initial thoughts about the play? Did you like it? Didn't like it? It'd be very sim- as simple as I liked it, didn't like it, or whatever you, uh, comes to mind first. What do you think? I, I loved it, and I wish I had gone loud so early. I'm very sorry I yelled into your microphone so much. <laughs> <laughs> All is forgiven, I think. <laughs> but but I, I thought it was great. I thought it was very funny. I, it was very funny. It was yeah. lots of fun to, yeah. to listen to. Uh, Sharon, what are your thoughts? I hate anthropomorphism. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but I do. Um, yeah, it's funny. It makes more sense now that I know that we're, we're turkeys. Um, I'm still confused as to why turkeys need money in a cruise. Why uh, don't they? they dream? Who doesn't like Because they dream. Um, yeah. Um, so, it, it makes some, we can all fly a little bit. That line was a little weird and now it makes sense. Oh, we yeah, can all fly a little bit. It sure does. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Follow them um, first. Follow the turkeys I, first. I, 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 did, I, I did appreciate the honesty and what are we going to do? Die, sir. I did appreciate <laughs> that, was, that was good. Yeah. You guys yeah. worked really well together there. That was wonderful. <laughs> Emily, what are your first thoughts? I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And also, Sharon, didn't you play a horse in a play once? I did, and What's I hate anthropomorphism. What's a horse and a turkey? <laughs> well, feathers. <laughs> At least these turkeys could see Sharon. <laughs> Pretty sure it's some sort of like... Okay, I do know the difference, for those of you listening at home, between a horse and a turkey. Google, can we... Uh... I'm still laughing so hard. I, I, I would love to see this. I kind of want to see it, like, produced on a, like, shoestring budget with, like, yeah. like t-shirts with like turkey feathers like taped to them like that's the level i want to see with this doesn't it say it's a radio play it oh. does say it's a radio play but you know but... That, that's not to say that it couldn't be uh couldn't be a uh, a proscenium theatrical scene uh to be oh, sure uh, liz what are your first thoughts brilliant i loved it i loved it oh my gosh yeah i would and, and what i really liked about it was like i had no idea where it was going, but it was clear enough that I was invested. I was following it step by step, but I was like, I don't know. Am I a soldier? Am I somewhere where soldiers are? Like, what? what is happening? It's like, oh, my gosh. I'm a t-. The only regret I have is I would have screamed differently if I'd known I was a turkey. You could so, do it right now, though. It's 
an art form. It's, <laughs> it's oh pra- I don't. How do I hear, get a turkey call? Somebody. <laughs> you know what a turkey sounds like, Liz? I <laughs> do. That's why. Well, yeah. What what you did? Something along those lines. Didn't we go but like high pitched, right? We sure did. What bird was that? It's kookaburra, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm still scarred. So, that's so it. let me ask you this. No, okay? it's and, brilliant. And I, you know, I think I know the answer to this. But do you think that it made any difference whatsoever that we uh, gender bent this in uh, for the sake of reading it? Not really. I, I didn't think so either. Yeah, I thought I that everybody came across crystal clear. Uh, yeah. And that everybody's personality was. Uh, not that that necessarily changes someone's personality, but Mandelbort you know, came, <laughs> came across, uh, uh, like I said, crystal clear. So let me ask you this, y'all. So if you were the director of this and you were putting it onto a stage, how are you envisioning this? We talked about it a little bit, uh, Emily, with your thoughts about putting turkey feathers on. Um, what else? What is this happening on on the stage? Uh, I I really feel like. It's such a hilarious concept. You don't need to do too much. Maybe like an, I don't know. I think part of the beauty is that you don't know that they're not soldiers. So now I'm backing it up. Maybe well, uh-huh. maybe they are well, actual soldiers until well, you realize. Maybe the turkey needs to be like the camouflage that they do with like leaves. Oh, the feathers. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah, but like instead of leaves, like feathers. They do with the leaves yeah. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. I but don't know. It, yeah, like you could have on like camouflage suits or you know whatnot hats but instead of the leaves it's it would just be turkey feathers for me like the only thing that is necessary for the for at least one of these turkeys to have is eye grease paint below their eyes and a bandana tied on yeah gosh yeah like just the one strip not the whole head but the strip around or or if they had if one of them had or if they all had like bandanas kind of tied around their necks and like the little triangles like their little that's a very cute idea thank you i like it i like that it's very cute yeah Uh, i will pat myself any thoughts about directing this what does it look like for you not just costumes either i mean you know how are they behaving on the stage it feels a lot like you could probably use the same set as um I want to say Biloxi Beach Memoirs, and I'm, I'm Brighton Beach. Brighton, Memoirs. thank you. I, I knew I was getting the name of the play wrong. Brighton Beach, the, the, the Biloxi one that Blues. I, them up. Yeah. Which is the one that takes place in the barracks? Biloxi. Biloxi. Okay, it's you could use the same set as for Biloxi. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of shadows. Yeah, a lot of shadows, like okay. light coming through cracks in the. Oh, I see. So oh, harsh yeah. light, but but limited harsh light. Yeah, and... limited harsh light coming through the cracks in the in the uh-huh. slats in the walls. I, I was pleasantly surprised to discover that Porter was not. I, I was, I was expecting some sort of a twist, but I thought Porter was going to turn out to be insane, uh, or, or yeah. you know, to yeah. have to have something seriously wrong with them. So no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I saw. So I saw. It, this is something that I don't know that I necessarily agree with, but it would be funny. Um, so I've, I've, in seeing some Broadway shows in the last couple of years, one of the things they're doing is. A lot of them are, like, we went to see Natasha and Pierre, and they gave us dumplings. And we went to see Waitress, and they were selling pie. So the whole place smelled like pie. Can you imagine if it smelled like stuffing in there? (laughs) (laughs) With no explanation, (laughs) it just smells like stuffing. And you have to have everything have turkey in it, you know? Yeah. 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 That's that's a lot of that's a lot to put forward for ten minute play, but I'll yeah, tell you what, I'll do it. <laughs> I, it I will go see that night, play definitely. Or, or they offer you a little bit, a little plate of turkey and stuffing on the way out. Oh, <laughs> cranberry no! sauce, just sure, cranberry sure sauce. You're about to break our sound person again. <laughs> 
Served by a little girl in a pink dress. Oh, <laughs> I want to see a shadow relief of the axe coming down on the back, Ooh. like huge. Because yes. um, I think that's the moment I started realizing the second when when you died, Liz, was what I realized. Gee, thanks. Um, a sound well, design note I probably a in- include a rendition of We Gather Together. As end music. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And here we are. Speaking of end music, we've reached Ah! the end of our time. So let's make sure we thank Jeff Dunn for his wonderful play, Zero Hour. Thank you, Jeff. And of course, let's thank Rachel Island Hall, Liz Thomas, Emily Doherty, and Sharon Hollins. Our stage manager, Rachel West, and the sound tech who shall not be named. Thank you so much. Make sure if you enjoyed what you heard tonight that you hit that subscribe button. Also, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash boapp, B-O-A-P-P. We have tiered levels of giving, and we sure would support uh, appreciate your support. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye! <laughs>